here to manage Gus. Gus, I should almost put a chair up to see if Gus will sit here. Maybe not. What's going on, guys? Good afternoon. Happy Friday. My name is Matt, coming to you live from Creedmoor, North Carolina. This is Video Chicken. Someone's late. Someone's run a little late. Someone missed their exit. Um, so I'm going to give her a pass because I think this is the first time ever. Um, so she will be joining us here in a little bit. Hope everyone's doing well. I'm going to give you a couple seconds to get everyone in. There. Make sure everything's working. Make sure the sound check's good. I guess Gus is just, I know he's going to sit right behind me. The family has left, the children and non. So Gus does not know what to do with himself. Um, make sure we go to restream. No one's coming in yet. So, oh, there's one. Okay, I guess there's our first person. I always wonder, who's our first person? We should almost have like a, uh, Ooh, sorry. a competition of who gets here first and award them with something. Just an idea. I have to find the, the comments. So it's really easy. Remember what I taught you. Up, go up to the main screen. Go to the right. Right, 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 right. Down, 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 down. Up, 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 up. Click. Just like, see, it's just that easy. <laughs> Why do we only have one person? Um, I guess it's time to no longer do the show. People don't want to watch anymore. I'm just kidding. Something's not right. Guarantee it. Um, well, we're live. No, I know we're live. I see the live button. Hope everyone's doing well. But um, click on pre. Oh, and there's number two. Uh, for the two people watching us right now, appreciate <laughs> it. Let us know where you're watching. Leave a comment down below. I want to make sure it's not just Facebook, that both of them are being streamed right now. We got to make sure we stream to our website. And that takes a couple seconds. No, we're not. That takes more than a couple seconds. I was trying to make it sound good, Ingrid. I know, but I'm not. I I can't. I can't lie to the public. Well, I wasn't lying. I mean. Well, I just I don't get it up on there because I have too much to do. With all this. right, YouTube is up. Yeah, awesome. All righty. So if you're just joining us, someone is running a little bit behind. She will be here shortly. Uh, can't wait to hear what she has to say. Today's going to be a very interesting. Uh, we got some interesting stuff to talk about. Uh, I'll let Kristen talk about that when she gets here, but I guess we'll just go ahead and get started. I'm going to see how much I'm going to sweat in here. Uh, we do not have the air conditioning working in the studio yet. How are you feeling, Ingrid? I'm good. It's not too warm? No, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. Do you want to... Um... Well, let's say hi to Mackenzie. Yeah. Hi, Mackenzie. Mackenzie's sitting her. patiently in the green room. All right. Do I just... Yeah. Unmute her, bring her in. There's Mackenzie. She did decide to put the uh, sweater on. I guess it's still cold up in New York. Drop the hair. She had her pigtails going. Yeah. I said, no, just leave the pigtails <laughs> in. I thought they looked good, but how you doing I was today? Just trying to make it good. It's um, it's actually really beautiful outside here today, but because of the new uh, the new dress code, I decided to put my fancy sweater on. Nice spring color. I appreciate it. Yeah, there is an official dress code here at Carolina Coops headquarters. I didn't Co get that memo. No, not yet, because you don't work here yet full time. You still refuse to come work here full time and play with the rest of us. You want to stay home in your own little bubble, but I'm going to slowly. Do you see what I'm doing to you? Her. I'm slow. Mackenzie, that's not helping. I'm slowly bringing Ingrid in. She's just shaking her head no. So what's the dress code? I believe it's called business casual, right? I think it's yeah. important. People don't want to hear about that. What were they doing before? 
<laughs> I, I, oh my god there, there's some things that evan has worn yeah see look at evan's already laughing back in the corner evan get to work you won't believe some of the things uh, that boy has worn i'm a real big fan of the uh like volleyball t-shirts that i cut the sleeves off from wow. high school and uh stretchy pants so. yeah yeah those those uh i forget what you call them Anyways, Mackenzie, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Ingrid, thanks for joining us. Let's yeah. go ahead and get the show started. People are finally coming in. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to Video Chicken Live, coming to you from Creedmoor, North Carolina. Uh, we got a very interesting show today. I can't wait. I'll let Kristen, she's going to have some things to talk about. And uh, this is going to be a lot about some things that are going on with her. And I hope we can help her out. Just give everyone a heads up. And we're also going to talk about setting up a brooder. Yes. Yeah, we didn't get a chance to capture that on last week's show. We did the hatching. Mm -hmm. And I think later on in the day when things kind of calmed down here a little bit, we went and set the brooder up. And I went live on Instagram. But we're going to talk about that because I know there's a lot of people that ask about setting up the brooder. And again, I can't emphasize this enough. Don't overthink it. So many people overthink it. But as always, the baby chicks and, of course, when they grow up, the chickens will tell you what they need and don't need. Perfect. Yeah, how's your baby chicks doing, Mackenzie? Good. So my my bantam babies are now like the same size as my regular chicks were when they hatched. <laughs> um, which is it's funny. And the other night, sat them on my lap with a paper towel, um, and they were trying to peck my freckles off of my arms. <laughs> so, um, my. My like naughtiest, mouthy Bantam is my golden Seabright, and her name is Pickles. <laughs> so, because she's always in a pickle, and then um, the second naughtiest is is Baloney, because she's totally Baloney. Where in the world did you come up with these names? Um, when I picked them out, they were in an assorted Bantams, so I decided to name them like assorted sandwich name oh that's right yeah that is right you told us that last week i forgot about that all righty well i can't uh, wait to start talking about chicken coops and chickens i'm gonna do my best without my chicken expert here um so let's go to kenzie's top uh now my dad's just coming in the back of the scenes if he's interrupting it must be an emergency i think he's pointing he's pointing finger all right everyone says hi all right mackenzie how's it going this um, week what kind of questions you got so one of them that actually it may have come through on a YouTube question. Um, is the acre board food safe? And I don't know if we covered that or reached out to Chandler at all. Um, but I thought that was a really good question because we pushed that the high density is a food safe material. I lost you for a second. So the question is, is the, the acre, acre considered product. food safe? Yes. I have, I doubt it. Um, I don't think, I can't think of any reason why you would ever want to prepare food on a product like that. It's definitely not designed to be food safe. Um, and it's not important for that material to be food safe. The reason why I mentioned that our high density polyethylene is food safe is because it is. <laughs> um, right. I know a lot of people do find that to be a huge benefit, but yeah, high density in general, I've always said it's way overkill. But I've always listened to people's comments, complaints, and they're always scared to death that the inside of their hen house is going to rot out, especially doing the deep litter method, which is not true at all. 
Not true at all, but perception is everything, I tell you. And that's why I love the high density. But, you know, we had a major scare there for a while where we couldn't get it. And then, of course, this product came about, the Acre product, which regardless if there was a scare with the high density or not being able to be available, the Acre is green. It's 50% rice hull. It still has the same benefits as high-density polyethylene. However, that is an interesting question. I don't know, but mm -hmm. I can tell you one. Well, I'll do what I always ask everyone else to do is we'll look into it. That's how we learn. And, but it's, it's, there's no way that would be important because plywood, you can use plywood. You can right. oil it right. and make sure that moisture can't penetrate it. And, and, well, actually, you, you could still think of a wooden salad bowl as being food safe. Well, you know? Kenzie bit into it, so she would know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're right. This year. Wow. So, right? You bit, right? Yeah. You, see? You can our, see. Our chicken expert yeah. has arrived. Yes, you can see Kenzie's <laughs> teeth marks from when she bit into it. So, I tried really hard um, to destroy this thing and couldn't. I know it's oh. someone had also asked if it was fire safe and it is. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Now, what does it define as fire safe? Well, oh, it's a fire, resistant. fire right. resistant. Right. So, which is, you know, more than I would think plywood. If I, um, if I, I would definitely. Yeah, I've had a coop fire what and that's your... not fun. Right. I mean, the acre product is amazing. Um, right. Matt's trying to get Kristen <laughs> tangled here. Here, here. Always something. It's never a dull moment in Carolina Coops world. No. Oh, you have no idea. Well, it's yeah, boy. I can't wait. Have we ever talked about the possibility of the other big thing we got going on? I've never really talked about that. I know I'm getting some blank stares. Know. We know what we're talking about. The and and Kristen reminds me all the time. She's like, God, <laughs> what are they waiting on? I know. I know. What you're it saying. is absolutely nuts. That's things that go on behind the scenes that people have no idea about. So, well, that, that's a great question. Let's make sure we look into that. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and again, we don't really need it to be food safe because they're not, not, they're not eating. That's exactly in the, right. in the hen correct. House. They're pooping in the hen Right. House. And what you have to understand is what... <laughs> let's, let's put it into perspective. What makes a product food safe? So go ahead and... I mean, we call it a diaper. Exactly. You don't need that. Hold on. All it right. is bear, the diaper. Bear with me. Bear with us, folks. That's all right. Kenzie and I will just keep talking. Well, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you saw the, the FedEx man come in. He just um, dropped off a thousand Columbus Aqua nipples from Heritage Acre Market. So oh, I nice. talked with Nicole a little bit. Um, we are, I mean, flying through them aside from everything that's been going on with the heated watering systems and so are people but... are people buying just the nipples? Is that what's happening? Or are we just using? We have had quite a few people that will just purchase them um i grabbed a few of them for my own purposes <laughs> um and they just they work so much better than i had the the vertical ones just drilled into the base of a bucket mm -hmm. There's, I, they just can make a mess of leave us alone. everything those are kind of nice <laughs> pretty much okay all righty yay, now Kristen's here yay so what I happened took, you I missed took the wrong turn how could you I, uh, well i went a different way i wanted to go the like the i had a lot on my mind and i thought well i'll just take the highway the whole way and i wasn't used to going that route so i missed the exit and i went nine miles out of my way and had to turn around at lizard lick road 
Oh, we know that show. Uh, go ahead and bring your mic around. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that? Oh, I'm going to uh, get sure. so yeah. lost when I come yeah. down. So I had a lot GPS. on my mind. I, I just missed the exit, turned around at Lizard Lick Road. And so I went 18 miles out of my way. Gotcha. I'm not hearing Kristen in our headphones. Uh, Mackenzie, are you hearing Kristen? I can hear Kristen. Yeah, I'm not hearing. Are you hearing me in your headphones? Hello. I guess so. Yeah, I'm not hearing you. That's really, really bizarre. Uh, as long as everyone's hearing Kristen, we are going to be good to go. All right. So uh, actually, we're just doing questions. Yeah. And someone asked, is the Acre product considered food safe like the high-density polyethylene? Do you recall when we had that interview with the manufacturer? I don't see why it would be food safe. Right. And it doesn't need to be. Right. It doesn't even need to be in the chicken coop. I mean, because we're not eating chicken crap, right? Right. 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 <laughs> well, I don't well, think I mean, so. I don't. To each his own, of course. Um, <laughs> anyways, all right. And if there was a fetish for that, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you hear? Do you hear Kristen in your headphones? Well, we can hear each other right now because we're sitting next to each other. Well, yes, but I just find see that bugs me. I find it interesting. So now I'm gonna keep looking at that board, wondering why am I not hearing you? But anyways, the audience says Lindsay Doty right there says I can hear. Her. Okay, uh, Mike Trapp said it's kind of quiet, but I think that was before you turned your yeah. mic around. All righty. Uh, what's another question coming in this week? Um, so this one is for the hen house door. Should I leave that open at night? Yes. I mean, I probably yes. get this question so many times. Well, let's be clear now. Yes. No, well, no, you're confused. No, I, I mean, yes, let's be clear. Okay. <laughs> yes, but let's be clear. It's going to be a hell of a day, I can tell already. Um, yeah, tell me about it. So... Now we got to be clear, and here's where terminology is so important. Because I can, I know a lot of people when they hear that, they're like, "Why I like we have in a the diagram for this. why in the why?" I know Ingrid's going to bring it up oh, here real quick. Yeah. On the website. yes, you are. We're gonna, we got to show people. They don't, they don't want to just keep seeing us. It's getting boring. This background. We might have to change doing? it up. We only got 18 well, viewers right now. Something has happened. Something's falling off with our social media. I am not happy about that. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm on Facebook and YouTube. I can see. Both it, must of those. Be, it must be so many people are too busy now for us or we're boring them and they don't like it anymore. So Ingrid's going to bring this up. Here's what I'm getting at. Yes, that is a good question. And I am going to assume what they're referring to is on the back of our hen house, we have our standard doors and we would normally say, yes, there's two doors, but technically there's four. There's two doors that make up one door. So correct me if I'm wrong, what they are referring to is that solid part of the door that'll cantilever out and it has the screen behind it, right? Should they leave those open? No, no those, that's not what she's talking about. Then I just wasted everyone's time. Why would we leave anything else open? Um, the, the actual question was, should I leave my coop door open at night? But a fun, like further in investigation into the conversation um, this customer was referring to their hen house door into the run. So the, if the you one, had a manual hen house door, should you close that at night? The one on top of the ladder. The hen house chicken yes. door. Yes. Okay, see, I'm, I get yes. confused. Maybe I'm just we the only one. We should cover all doors. We Well, we should because now here's the other thing. Here's what people yeah. do. They go, Matt, that's not a door. There's no door. It's an opening. Yeah, most in most cases it is an opening because it should be left open. Absolutely. One of the best parts about our coops is we keep it so simple. And one of the best parts is that you don't have to shut your ends 
in the hen house in at night because it's completely protected by the run. Yeah. You don't have to get up in the morning, go let them out, make sure they're shut in at night. They do it themselves. And they can use that fresh air. So I would say 99.9% of the time that should always be open. Right. We do have a handful of customers that insist they got to have something. And we always tell them, okay, if you want it, sure, go for it. Put an automatic door on. We've done manual wooden doors. We've mm -hmm. done guillotine-style doors uh, that go up and down with a pulley system that you can act actuate from the outside. Mm -hmm. um, overkill. You don't need it. But if people are, want it and they're going to pay for it, Let's do it. And the only other time would be if you're getting your chickens used to the hen house for the, the coop for the first time and you want them to stay in the hen house for a couple of days, you would, but you don't have to close it. You can block it off with a piece of cardboard. Right. You don't have to be fancy. Yeah, no, that's a great point. That is another time that you would close that off. I apologize. I assume they're talking about, because I do get the question, the cantilever part on the back hen house doors. Mm -hmm. When I hear hen house doors, I think about the back doors that you're going to open up. Then you got your deep litter door down at the bottom. So technically, you have five doors on the back of your hen house. Um, we get some that people a are lot like, too. "Oh yeah," they're like, "Well, you got to close them every night." And, Hell no, no, you don't. That's the beauty of the yeah. coops. Right. Leave them open. I think, like especially this time of year, especially places like here. I mean, it could be like ninety during the day, and then all of a sudden drop to like fifty-five at night, and nobody knows what the heck is going on. Um, other people are, you know, do I close those at night if it's going to get cold? Do I, I don't know. Again, what did chickens do before coops were invented? They went up into the tree branches. What the hen house does is protects them now. But when they're up in the tree branches, there's no doors. It, it's open. It's airy. That's what they want. We want to offer as much open air as possible. But the reason why we designed the coop is, well, one major reason is to protect them. But we're mimicking what they naturally want. They are actually want. pretty tough. I've had chickens, and I know of another chicken this past winter that lived outside all winter long in a tree. I mean, snow, <laughs> I ice. I have one that did that. Yeah, I mean, they are, they are really resilient. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. I really want earbuds now. Yeah, they look cool, don't did, they? Did you order them, or did no, you? No, I. I swiped them for my son. I mean, and he gave me such a hard time. He said, I thought you said you were going to buy your own. And I said, technically, I did buy these. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And there are three other pairs. buy them, they're yours. That's so, funny. All right. Well, great, 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 great question. Um, it's just more comfortable. I don't want to lose Mackenzie too quick, but I'm kind of curious if there's any comments regarding any of the things that we just talked about. Um, somebody asked if their office in, in New York is still in business, and yes. Yep, you're looking at it right now. Mackenzie's up. Mackenzie's <laughs> up in New York. My goal is to keep that open. That is going to become the full-time custom shop. That is going to be reset up for custom woodworking. Uh, right now, it's a hybrid between custom and mass production. Mass production and custom is oil and water. It just doesn't belong together. You can't set it up right to be efficiently, so that's another reason why we. I can't wait. We have finally finished taking everything down in the soon-to-be production shop, and we're going to start very soon mass-producing the mass-production coops here. I saw Kathy Hasty. Yes, you remember her? Yes. Way down, and it was right on the border of North Carolina, right on South Carolina. Mm -hmm. uh, big I remember that. Yes. I remember the gnats. <laughs> it was a summer day with a lot of gnats. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember your words were because you were doing the apron and you always loved your fascination was yeah. doing the corners. It was like sewing. Yeah, and uh, you said they were driving you insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's those gnats, especially down in the Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, those flies can mm-hmm. get real bad. Fisher Matt Ryan has a question. Oh, Fisher Matt Ryan, how you doing, sir? <laughs> what you got? He says my Polish hen can't figure out how to go to bed when it's getting dark. It just sits there. Any way to teach it to go <laughs> to go in at night? All the others have no problem. You're limited to <clears throat> what kind of chicken? <laughs> A Polish has has some some struggles with good instincts sometimes. And the silkies have more. Sometimes right. silkies do too. Uh, I think, and it's just my hypothesis, if I can be a little rude to these creatures, that the the breeding has encouraged like fluff instead of brains. Yes, yes, I, would agree I, I think that. some of that brain material has been has been reduced in order for the fluff. They are so cute. And that's the only reason why I'll still add a couple Polish because yes. they are a great conversational yes, piece. They are, but I they will are. Absolutely they are wonderful. I wish I had one. Silkies take it to the whole extreme yes. where they run into a tree and sit down and wait for the tree to move. But... I mean, sometimes it's because they can't see very well, well but that's you don't what I was say, typically right? see that with a female because of their, their, their feathers go yeah. more of a around yeah their top hat or crested those feathers well, up the males have the have a lot more <laughs> and they have those long called. shoots yes yes so would you I, I would, like billy ray cyrus i would yes i would recommend that he puts the the chicken in it yeah did we even times. address this no question you didn't yet? <laughs> no that's why i'm trying well. to get you back on track so i would i would my uh, suggestion would be to to physically put the yes. chicken in there at night and hopefully Hopefully, I've noticed that if you have just a few of these dumb chickens in a flock of able, you know, normal, normal. instinct chickens, uh, they tend to follow, and it, it certainly does help. It, it, am I not being PC? I mean, it, I, it, I'm yeah, just speaking I, frankly here. Yeah, no, it's fine. So if it's you fine. have a full flock of these things, just, I mean, yeah, you, you might as well cancel your social life because you're going to be out there picking up dumb, dumb chickens every night. Right, and that that's not fun. No. It's not fun. Now, I, granted, all my Polish, and I've had a handful. I've never had that issue. Yeah, because it's I've usually always, just like one or two, right? I noticed they're, they are slower, but yeah. they do follow suit, like yeah. you said. But if you got one that's not following suit, I think eventually will. I think it will, too. It yeah. just needs but put a little it up special there at night assistance. And learn. Yeah, because once it comes down in the morning, then maybe it might... It might click that little. So, well, here, here's one thing. Here's one thing we I'll add. We might need a little bit more patience. Here's one thing I'll add to it, and I know my guys in the shop are like, Matt, shut up. We got enough work. Um, we have had to design coops for silkies with special ladders mm-hmm. where we had to put the side rails on it. So I've had customers say they insist <laughs> the silkies just can't use it, and I don't think it's so much that they're dumb. They're not brilliant, but they can't see. And I think you almost, they need to feel that along the side as they go up. And it worked. So maybe he's got a It's like Polish. a wheelchair ramp and a rail. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe right. it's like a cat where their whiskers can be the opening. It, all Hello, I can tell you is we have made silky ladders or ramps for certain customers. And all we did is put, we made it flat and we had to put grass on it. Or we had to change something up. But the important part was we had to put sides on it. Uh-huh. And the idea was that they can feel it and they learn it. And that kind of makes sense because yeah. they can't see. Yeah. So maybe maybe his silk or his uh, Polish is just really beautiful and has uh-huh. a heck of a top hat and right. it's covering her face. Uh, our, our, can our listeners, our viewers, 
post pictures in the comments. Um, if not, we need to ask Ecamm if they can do this. I would love yeah. for if Fisher Matt Ryan could right now post a picture of his Polish. Or maybe email us. I'm sure he's yeah, got he our email. Can... He just said, I'm going to just let her sit out there. <laughs> let nature take its course. There you go. All right, Matt. But if you can, let um, Matt Ryan just email me a picture of your Polish. We'll put it up at some point. Because now I'm curious. Mm -hmm. I'll bet you it, it just can't see. Very well. Very well. All right. Maybe so, she needs pigtails. I've tried that. And the way that they peck all day, it doesn't stay. I've tried. Oh. Oh, that's a good yeah. point because I've seen that. They take yeah. those little rubber bands, they put yeah. it up and. Huh. Or a barrette. I've tried a barrette. You know, no, like a you, nice side no, part and a barrette. You, you have not. I have, and that because of their heads going like that all day. They they just don't work. Yeah, there you yes. go. Yes. Wow. Dreadlocks would be good, maybe. Do we have any other questions for Kenzie? Yes, we got number three coming up. Um, this is probably a great question for Kristen. Actually, is where can you get fertilized eggs? Not me anymore. Well, <laughs> that's that's for later, Kristen. Um, <laughs> thanks, Dale. Um, uh, let's see. Did I, did I ruin it? No, <laughs> no you just, uh, we're just teasing it. Let's see. Uh, usually local hatcheries or, or you can find, um, places in your, uh, like there's Facebook groups and stuff that local oh, yeah. hatcheries. Oh yeah. 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 Facebook I mean, groups. Anybody uh, that has list, a, anybody uh, that has a rooster, most right. likely those eggs are going to be fertile. You step outside mm -hmm. and listen. Um, I, I would love to, you know, send the plug out to, you know, um, Oh my gosh, mypetchicken.com. She has donated to us fertile eggs. They wrap them all up in bubble wrap, just do a heck of a job. And the reason why they donated them to us is those are the eggs we use to hatch eggs in the classroom. So I don't know if they still sell fertile eggs. I would only assume they do. Hatcheries do. Um, hatcheries do. And, and local people. I think local people would right. be better for eggs because you do mm -hmm. lose some of that. There's so little control you have over the male. Right. The, and the, the amount of time it takes to get there and how much they're jostling around. And, you know, there's, yeah. It, yeah, it's the better to I... get them locally, but you can mail order them. Right. And I would also put in a plug for barnyard mixes. There's lots of people out there who have one rooster and a bunch of different kinds of hens, and those make great birds. I mean, okay, there's... hold on. So barnyard mixes. Yeah, that, that's just a general term. You're not barnyardmixes.com. No, like no, that. I'm just. That, uh, we a... need to get that, Ingrid. That's. that's sure I thought maybe taken. that's what you meant. That's that's no. It's a term for people who have just whatever. It's not a purebred. Right. So and... I think that. I, I wouldn't shy away from that. I've given people my eggs and uh, are you, he's, um, getting the, he's getting a baby chick. Yeah. And, and they actually turn out lovely. Oh. I mean, just absolutely wonderful pets. Well, so these are some barnyard mixes, right? Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like this one, this gray oh. one right here is a barnyard mix. I mean, that's, that's a that's lovely like a, little bird. A, a copper baron mix. Look at Gus looking at that chicken. Yeah. Oh my God. Gus has been very good. He was sticking his head in there. I was worried. He's, uh, I don't know. He's a little. He's on, he's on point right he's now. He's his, very. He's, little he's bouncing lights around. He's, yeah. his <laughs> he's a little too focused. I can tell life. you this is how we've introduced Gus to these baby <laughs> chicks. Uh, we've done it he loves to give them since hugs. we've had them. And uh, mm -hmm. I just want to play. Are you my little pet? Are you my little household pet? That's your um, uh, emotional support. Yes. Chick. Yes. I sleep with them. They're my household pets. Um, I, I 
I've gotten some barnyard mixes from Kristen, and I love them. Yeah. They're fantastic. And well, I think... We're going to bring them back in when we do the brewery. And I am okay. also going to give a shout out to any kind of mutt animal right. for health reasons. I feel that they they just do better. They have a better gene pool. Just I, like, I, I would agree with that. So. And, and they're so gorgeous. I wouldn't necessarily be too picky about fertilized eggs. Mm-mm. Throw a few uh, mixes in there. Yeah. I think you'll like them. I think that's great. Can and, a... you know, support local. And people with barnyard mixes will likely give you fertilized eggs for free. I mean, they they really will. All right. Thank you, Mackenzie. Like it's great to seeing to you. Thanks, I guys. promise we are going to have you down here very, very soon. And we'll be able to add the third mic to the table and do questions from the (laughs) office down here. We'll be transferring the phone lines down here. Um, We're just slowly easing Maddie in, our new sales girl in training, uh, who's doing extremely well. But she is, just like everyone else has just joined us, joined the crew. You wouldn't believe how much there is to learn when it comes to chicken. A lot. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, Mackenzie. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Thanks, Happy Friday. Bye. Bye. Okay. So I love that. We, I see we got some questions and some comments. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go ahead and continue yeah. practicing, br- change up the screen. Let's bring the comments up. Okay. And I know we want to get to some things that I think would be extremely helpful. Uh, no, nope. no. I know. Up. I'm, I'm we, getting there. used to it. All there you go. I just love bringing everyone's comments up. You can make it a little bit bigger. I hope you guys. Uh, yeah, the, wherever you're watching, you don't get the consolidated view like that. If no. you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, you only have those comments. This is a consolidated view because you have the comments coming in from the different places. So I like, yes, she's oh. absolutely right. Yeah. You can see YouTube and Facebook. So our viewers don't get that. Right. right. And I think our viewers would like to see yeah, that. Yeah, I think it is nice. Right. So They can chat amongst themselves when we get boring. <laughs> So why would a hen lay an egg that has no shell? It just started to lay, and it happened twice in the last week. Okay, I just got squirreled. I was reading another question. <laughs> I know. But I, that typically does happen, but, I mean, it doesn't typically happen. It, it's If it does, it's just a one-off. And oh, it, hold on, hold on. And I'm it won't sorry. happen what was the again. Question? They're soft-shelled eggs. In oh, the very okay. beginning, when they first start yeah. to lay, which yeah. could happen. It does usually happen there. It can happen at any point, but it is, it's rare. And to have two in one week is unusual. That might point to something else. Maybe she was scared and dropped that egg too soon or just add some calcium through oyster shell or processed eggshell so that you can eliminate that as a possibility. But I would be willing to bet it probably won't happen again. It does. I think in the the first eggs are always smaller. Right. Sometimes the shell's thinner. What are you looking at? Oh, we got a monster behind the green screen now. What? It just this is not going what, well. Is it Gus? Yes. I don't have Jetta here to distract Gus. Oh. It's driving me crazy, and I can only imagine how loud it is in the microphones. It's driving me nuts. Um, I saw one comment. Someone said just to trim the feathers around the head. Yeah, if that is the yeah. case, I suppose Haircut. you could. I mean, do the feathers on the Polish, on the top head, do they serve any purpose other than looks? I don't think so. No, but that's why people get them. No, I know. But I'm just saying. They want the David Bowie chicken. Yeah, I mean, they could be like a feather duster or cobweb reducer in the hen house. Yeah, we don't know what their little job yeah. are. I might need one of those in the house. Another house pet. 
Do you want to do more questions? Do you want to talk about the brooder? Do you want, are we going to do more questions? Well, someone says that you, I wish your show was on daily. We had a chicken who was open mouth breathing and could not find an affordable vet with availability, only an animal hospital that. That wanted $134 to be, just to be seen, which is the oh, case when you do have an emergency or an avian vet. They're very expensive. I can attest to that. Um, well, the open mouth breathing, I mean, they'll do that a lot. If it's, it, if it's warm, that right. could be panting. Right, but it could also be a sign of something. Yeah. Uh, especially when, oh my gosh, what was that called? Gape worm or something? Yes, where they, they kind of, it looks like they're struggling yeah. to swallow and they stick their, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that's a little bit more nasty looking at this open mouth breathing, but yeah, gotta. It's good to know those signs so you can treat them in time. Yeah, it's it's hard because there's so much information on the internet to have people diagnose without seeing right. what's wrong with it. Right. It's really, and then you read, and then you get caught in this rabbit hole of all mm -hmm. the things that could possibly go wrong with your chicken. Yeah, I mean, I have a friend of mine who she's a vet, went to school with her, and I asked her too if she would ever do that, and what she said is it's so difficult. What chickens? No, just to give uh, advice uh -huh. without actually examining the animal, without mm -hmm. feeling the responsibility, being responsible. What about all this telehealth that we're doing now? I'm just saying I thought it would be awesome to have a vet. Oh. Um, and we do have one that we keep saying we're going to bring on. And yes. she's a customer. That's one of the best compliments is when we have veterinarians mm -hmm. and we have one that specializes in poultry. Um, oh, yeah, we got to go back to that. I forgot about that. Anyways, loves right. our coops. Bought a chicken coop. Anyways, um, haymaker. I remember her too. Or yes, Lisa Haymaker. Yeah. So they, he said that Tractor Supply recommended Vet RX, but the chicken did not make it through the night. So we're sorry, Paul, that you lost your chicken. Um, and that's the problem with just calling different places and have them recommend something because it's you know. You can't just diagnose over the phone what could possibly be wrong right. with the chicken. Right, and I've, I've said this before, but chickens are prey animals, so they don't show signs of illness until it's pretty much too late. Too late. Yes. Um, unfortunately, that's just how it is. And I do recommend, if you have something that's really concerning to you and the chicken dies, take it to your state vet which is usually located throughout the state for a necropsy, autopsy. Uh, for chickens here, it costs 20 bucks or something. I think really? 20, no, I, think, I think it went up to 30. I think it's 50. I think everything's gone up. How much now? I think it's 50. But still, that's... So I had, yeah, I had a chicken that had an infection and Friday night she was fine. And Saturday she was making a weird noise, but it was super hot. And then Sunday... She, I could tell she was having trouble breathing, and that's how quick it happens. And also because within the flock, they don't want to show weakness. Yeah. So they have true. two things, being a prey animal and then the pecking order. And it turned out, and I had to make the decision because I thought she had something respiratory. Well, she did have something respiratory, and I didn't know if it was contagious. So you have to, you know, so there's a... But and what I, did you find out? What was it, and was it contagious? It, it wasn't contagious, which I thought it wasn't because everybody else was fine, mm -hmm. but it turned out that it was, um, it was like a fungal infection that probably just from, you know, the hot, wet, the, the, the high humidity here, that they can eat mold, because you know my 
mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm pretty good about stuff like that, that, that sh- they thought it could have been, it wasn't from the water, but they didn't really know what it was from, but it was some kind of fungus infection in her that went into her lungs. Okay. But Spe- it, and speaking of a wet, wet run, um, I see a comment, uh, oh, if you can just scroll up a little bit, yep. um, assuming it's a question, mm-hmm. my run is so wet. We have had rain and more rain. Man, did it rain here yesterday? Mm-hmm. Did it rain down where you are? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm worried about my girls. Their coop is dry. So in this case, coop, I'm assuming she's obviously referring to the hen house, um, is dry. But all day they are pecking around in squishy mud. Should I add shavings or what? My run is 12 by 16, and there are a couple of roosting bars. I would add shavings, um, so, but I would wait till it stops raining. I mean, don't go out there and add shavings in the middle of a rainstorm. Uh, it does help absorb some of that moisture after the rain stops. But um, there's a reason why you put a roof on your chicken Thank coop. You. And that okay, is good. because a dry condition is much easier and better and healthier than a wet condition. Right. That is why we have that roof right. over all of our runs. And there are ways to in- to put on a roof rather inexpensively. They have um, the plastic corrugated panels at Home Depot and Lowe's. Um, they do. Boy, what about it getting hot, almost acting like a greenhouse effect? And I've seen a lot of customers well, do that. Well, they come in different colors the smoke and, and opaque. The, and, yep. You know, it, it is possible. Um, it's just a – and then, of course, that will protect it better from hawks but i'm assuming they do have wire on top right so if you're looking at covering a run the cost of wire versus the you know lightweight panels i would go with the panels i did that on our pergola yes i mean here's the deal here's the a shade cloth would do it too i mean you could use a shade cloth actually that's that's actually a really good idea i think it will penetrate water we'll see through oh, there shade yeah That's right. think about what you're doing when you build a chicken coop and you have a run without a roof all right but you mm-hmm. gotta attach the screen so now you got this board running along the bottom that not only yeah it's gonna get wet inside you're holding it in mm-hmm. so there's just so many reasons i try to explain to people that it's well worth the added cost of putting a solid roof on top of your run Especially to keep it cool as well, right. give them shade. But once it's wet, uh, I would it, pine shavings would be would be fine. Really, too. any type of carbon. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've we done try to just paper, uh, absorb leaves. that moisture. Wood chips. Okay, so I hope that helps. Sawdust. Yeah, but definitely if you run into that issue, because here's the thing, especially the first year, you know, when your chicks are young uh, with coxidosis, you know, that yeah. can really allow that parasite to thrive, right? Yeah, parasites, flies. I mean, just the the mud caking on their feet. You know, there's a lot of reasons why it would be. That's another good point. Yeah, because they're going to track that mud into their hen house. They're going to get it in the egg boxes. The eggs may not look as clean. I have definitely. And it just, it it can build up on their feet once it dries, like this mud, you know, and then it dries and then adds more mud and it dries. And then you got to scrape all that off their feet. So. Or put them in the bathtub with you if they're household pets. Oh my gosh! I've... <laughs> Anyways, real quick. I mean, we're already at twelve thirty-nine. I'd love to get to, to some more questions and comments. But Kristen, I, I want to kind of give you the floor real quick to talk about, about something. The no. Well, can we do a quick checklist of what? Because I did tease that. Of, oh, about about the 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 Here's the problem. Are, are you going to go get it? No. Well, Gus is going to go nuts. I don't have the ability to stop him. So how about can we transfer the teaser? Are we going to really no, upset a lot no, of people? No. Let's just do it. it. Just take a minute. 
what, you can't Here's where people don't just... listen to me and things go bad. And then I get even more angry at myself because I'm like, I should have stood my ground. It'll turn into a problem. All right. Well, we can go through that next week. Can we do it next week? We can do that next Are week. Are you really going to be that mad at me? You know what? And people, I asked them to ask questions and they didn't. So we'll do it next week. Right. Let's do it next they week. They may not be as cute next week. They're adorable. They're I have photos. Adorable. I mean, who doesn't love teenagers? <laughs> That's a loaded question. Yeah, if Gus wasn't, he's going to go nuts. It's going to be a distraction. People are not going to like it. I mean, I know they all Why love Gus. Why you put I Gus love... in your office? If Gus would listen, I would put him in my office. You know what he's going to do? What? He's going to bark and whine, and he's going to drive me even more nuts. But he's going to know something's up. He well, knows. you can bring up the picture. Like, I'll just right do now, a quick, like, two minutes. The Wait. picture that you put on the Instagram. Oh, sure. He's hiding, just waiting. Or the, the you can just bring up the Instagram For the baby thing. chicks to appear so basically we had the chicks hatch last week and in like five minutes jetta and i put together a brooder and we just grabbed a a bin yep there it is uh yeah we just grabbed a bin that we saw on against the wall here and um put some hemp in the bottom you can use um pine shavings whatever you want um sometimes the first day i'll just put paper towels in there to make sure that they're eating um, eating and drinking properly. And uh, there is, you know, chick feed in there. I brought non-medicated, but I think it's better to start with medicated. And then that chick water is at my absolute favorite. It's the nipple water. It's widely available. You can make your own very easily. You said you were, did it with uh, like a... V8 fusion bottles. Yeah, my just favorite. a regular drinking bottle. They had all the right ridges the so that you could wrap metal coat hanger around and hold it mm-hmm. you just poke the holes in through the bottom i yeah. thought those were the best yeah and then i elevate that on top of either your warming plate or a can of beans i mean you cans come in different <laughs> they do come with a hanger too doesn't they it? do they but happens, on a bin there's nowhere to, to hang it hmm. yeah she's got a tote can you go ahead and yeah. play that video no i don't want to hear the audio but if no. we can just open that up so people and then a light or a light and the light has to be an incandescent bulb. Those are a little harder to find now. Uh, but we managed to find one here in the shop. And uh, either and I, that or a warming, warming plate. Okay, and I also want to mention, if you're watching us right now and you're not already following us on Instagram, Carolina Coops, please go over there. Oh. You get to see a lot of the... And behind- by warming plate, I don't mean one of those in the kitchen. I mean one of those... Uh, the Brincy is one of my favorites. The, I, they're, uh, I guess, a little platform with on stilts with a little warm metal plate underneath Yeah, a heating plate it it mimics the mother hen sitting on the chicks right and it's low risk from it's really no risk from fire so it is definitely less energy safer more natural i just didn't happen to bring one i know and all my stuff's up in new york I absolutely love the Brincy heat plate. I think it's the best way to go about it. And as they get older, you can adjust it up. And like you're saying too, that flat surface, you can just set that water right on top right. of it. So as the baby chicks get older, you're doing two things at once. You're you're elevating the heat plate, but you're also bringing up the water. So it kind so of works. Look, and we did it. Yes. It was, high five. High five. <laughs> it was just that easy. And they're doing great. Um, Jetta has been doing – I love it. She's <laughs> over there constantly – Checking on them, playing with them. She's got names for all of them. Uh, I think Nan and Jetta even did a live video on their personal. That was face- really cute. Yeah, it was. I'm over here working. I had no clue what was going on, but um, 
So yeah, we'll do more about that, I think, and especially if people have questions. I love to answer the questions that they have about the brooder, setting it up, and things like that. And I know there's a lot of other things. People think they got to put thermometers in there. They think they got to put in a feather duster. Uh, we do have a great video where we went live. We were in Dryden, Michigan, and it was an absolute awesome brooder that this lady had made. And I'm not sure if we can ever uh, drop a link when we go to do that, when you go to do this editing. I, you know, I, that was a... Does a, it delete? No, it was an Instagram live video, and I, ha, I have no way to access those. Really? Yeah. So should I stop going live on Instagram? Go right to... Go right to uh, well, if you should do it on YouTube and Instagram. Like, you have to do it. There's, like, an Instagram. The first take's always the best. I know. Okay. But that's the problem. All right. 12.45 already. All 15 right. minutes left in the show. Um, I want to be able to make sure we get to any more questions or comments. You but, okay. um, this, Kristen, I'd like for you to share. Oh, do I get to rant now? I want you to rant. And, and here's right. the thing. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up is I know you're not the only one that's ever had to deal with something like this. I think you're probably dealing with it to a very extreme level, but this is a very real thing. I'm not a huge fan of HOAs, but I can understand why people want to move into HOAs. I know we have done a lot of undercover chicken coops that went into HOAs. So I know people push the boundaries, this and that. So I'm not going to pass judgment. But there's a lot of circumstances in your particular situation that it sucks. It sucks what you're going through. Chickens are your life. They're your passion. They're um, my pets. They're your pets. Uh, so go ahead. Tell us what's going on. Yes, I've lived in this neighborhood for 22 years, and I have three and a half acres. And I've had chickens most of that time. All of a sudden, I got a, a letter went out to all 100 homes that – Anyone with chickens is given a 60-day notice to get rid of their chickens. And I was like, what, what's this? After 22 years? This, I mean, this, is, this just doesn't even make sense. And there's been no, nobody's approached me or the other chicken people to talk about what the complaint was or what possible remedies are. And what pisses me off greatly is my re, my. I talked to an attorney yesterday and my recourse is is horrible. I mean, I, I thought, okay, I, they can't touch me. There's selective enforcement. Nothing's been enforced in 22 years. They're not even collecting dues from people who are required to pay dues. And then they pick one rule, half of one rule out of the other rules to come after me and a few other people. It just doesn't, it, does, it seems, uh, discriminatory it seems vindictive um, it just it just doesn't make sense and I talked to an attorney yesterday who said the first time I my side is heard is in foreclosure court so they can start finding me after 60 days and after 20 more days my house gets a lien and goes to foreclosure court and that's the first time that I can say this HOA has no authority to find me because they haven't been elected in six years. There's been no annual meeting, no budget published. And my requests for information have been, uh, I mean, the, the reply has been no at, at every point. Even the information required to me by state law, they have five days to give me information. They said no. So, and then the attorney said, if I wanted to pursue that information, she needed $5,000 just to get 
a copy of the complaints or the budget. And, then and the, these two people are privately funding the attorney. And they live, what was it, 300, like, 400 yeah, yards away? Yeah, 300 yards away, 400 yards away. I mean, we're not talking about a little, like, close-knit, I mean, like, tiny lots or anything. Right, yeah. Not like you normally see when you go into HOA. Right, you right. Would never it is even, just infuriating. I couldn't believe when you told me your neighborhood is an HOA because it's just Well, we haven't been. I mean, we just <laughs> collect uh, collect donations, really, to pay a landscaper to mow the, like, entrance road. I mean, that's really all we do. Right. So, you know, and the lawyer you spoke— Thanks, Dale. The lawyer you spoke with— is a lawyer that typically represents HOAs, right? Right. So she's going to have a very biased opinion. I was wondering if she is biased because the stuff that I've read says they can't selectively enforce things, and if they wait a long period of time without enforcing, they lost the right to enforce. So initially I wasn't worried, but I don't want to lose my home. Exactly. So that is some scary stuff that lady said. And here's where, you know, like I told you yesterday, I can't emphasize this enough. It's just like anything. Go get another opinion. Um, oh, I, yeah, I, I had another opinion lined up for next week, and that attorney said they have so many HOA cases that they can't even give me a consultation. Oh so, I, so I'm I'm hoping our viewers, one, I want to share this with everyone because uh, it's the real things of that go on here and going on with you, uh, which I can only imagine how devastating this is. I am a fan of fighting for what you believe in. Um, but there's nothing worse than losing, especially your home. I mean, this is insane. And I'm hoping maybe some of our viewers out there have experienced something similar to this. I think it's important to uh, talk to other people that have gone through it, maybe have some advice. Maybe we even have a lawyer out there. we got a lot of customers and and Mm. viewers that are lawyers that might say, hey, I've had that case, same exact thing. Here's some advice. Here's whatever. You know, I don't want to see you lose lose your chickens. Uh, The selfish side of me... Would love for you to move closer to the shop. Um, you do live an hour away, so you got two hours of driving. I can't to- let these bullies win. I, I don't. Mean, it, I and agree. I think if, it, I, and I'm, I'll, I'll give an update later, so I'm not going to to say anything else. I've probably said too much, but um, this is just. And by the way, I I've only had a rooster for a year, only during COVID because there was a chick shortage. So the rooster's now gone. That's why earlier I said no more fertilized eggs, which is fine. I wasn't intending on keeping them for a long time. But if the rooster was a problem, why didn't you say something about it? And then somebody on the board told me, well, they didn't want a confrontation. And you think taking my home away from me and my children is not a confrontation? Like, how cowardly is that cowardly and aggressive it is and you just made a good point i didn't think about and i forgot you did say this when you because you don't you're not a fan of having no i don't i didn't even like i I liked the rooster but i hate the crowing right now listen but you just made a very good point you had the rooster to help contribute to the chick shortage right and that chick shortage was contributed to covid a pandemic a, a pandemic. global pandemic yes and so you became in a way one of those necessary businesses if you will and you probably were doing it for free to help of people of course i was so, cuz i don't make know, money it, it, right so i i just i can't help but wonder if i think you got to but help. no one no one talked to me no one told me what the complaint was i know but moving forward you would think they would but obviously they're not going to and then the put up their own personal money 
Yeah. That seems crazy. Or I would call their bluff, but to put your home on the line. Yeah. Uh, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. So yeah, please keep us posted. Okay. Anybody out there? Oh, any- and there's a, the 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 household pets is part of the animal rule. You I know, noticed there's you an exception that in. for household pets. So. Yeah, I, I tried that with the city of Durham. So years yeah, ago. I, I my I, I Facebook profile win. picture will be a picture of me and a frizzle in bed together. <laughs> Gotta love frizzles. We gotta get some more frizzles. And and having breakfast together. So far, <clears throat> farmer Brad said, "Farm to consumer legal defense fund is a great resource." I'm telling you, there. This is why I wanted you to bring it up, and yeah. I, I appreciate you opening up. And there, lots. there has to be some like backlash to these HOAs. I mean, they really don't even have the authority to do this. And but, well, if they don't have the authority, but I mean, the I, the first time I get to say that is in foreclosure court. I know that is insane. That is like, insane, uh, and that's yeah. a big risk. Um, but this is why I think talking to someone that normally probably fights the HOA. Is worth, and especially under circumstances where I'm sure it was the rooster that triggered it. Neighbors don't want to hear roosters. Yeah, if I, if I could guess, that's what it would be. But you're and not the only neighbor with a rooster. Correct? Right, I'm not the only neighbor with a rooster. All right. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, I'm just the one that is willing to speak out. I mean, some they the pro, the issue is such a non-issue that Dale is going around trying to find out where the chickens are. Like, he doesn't even know where they are because they're so quiet and so hidden. Yeah, and you had another neighbor. Like, talk about a witch hunt. Like, he's just trying to track them down. You had another neighbor that said that they could smell them. Yes, five acres away. (laughs) But these are the things that people deal with. Like, he has two and a half acres. I have three and a half acres. Like. And you got. Wait, that's six acres. Yeah. So six acres away, he can smell them. That's. That's impossible. It is. It is. It's just nonsense. I'm sorry. They're just making stuff up. Oh, and then they told all 100 homes in this notice that um, there's a risk to everyone due to salmonella. Like, try these scare tactics. Like, everybody should be afraid because these chickens are going to cause coyotes and salmonella and, you know, whatever else. But... You know, I was going to bring that up because CDC came out with something last week. Right. That just they, drove... always, they do every year, it seems. And uh, I, I, all of those years I've had chickens, me and my children, which don't have the best hygiene practices, <laughs> have never had salmonella. I mean, we don't wash our hands they, constantly. I, the CDC I mean. is misleading right. people to an ex- a level that is just so frustrating. You have a much greater chance of getting salmonella from chicken from the store or eggs from the store. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But this is why. That's what I, I don't want to get into it. My pediatrician told me that my children are going to grow up healthier because I asked when I first got the chickens when they were little, little tiny kids. And the pediatrician said, oh, no, your kids will be healthier than any other kid and they'll probably even have immunity to it. So he was like, there's no issue whatsoever. Right. I we kiss just, my chickens. We are so jackass backwards <laughs> in the way government. I share a fork with my frizzle. So, <laughs> well, keep us posted. I'm sorry you're going through that. Uh, I, it'll all work out. There's always silver linings and something good will happen. It always does. It always does. And if there's anyone they don't want to mess with is you. I've yeah, never met well, someone as witty. And I'm. I'm uh, you should have been a lawyer. You know that, right? I'm just telling you. Yeah, probably. Uh, anyway, so questions, comments. We're coming up. we got four minutes left thanks, in the show. Yeah, thanks a lot, Dale. And Farmer Brad, thank you so much for that. So make sure you do that. 
Farm to Consumer okay. Legal Defense Fund. Farm to Consumer. And I'm telling you, especially during a and pandemic. And I've been very careful not to sell eggs, too. Right, just to call it a business. Yeah. I mean, I've probably taken two feed donations in the last five years for my eggs. Hmm. I've carried a lot of those feed donations out to your chickens. <laughs> uh, so, Farmer Brad, thank you for that. And, again, anyone else that has any advice, thoughts, comments, questions, yeah. we would love to hear from you. Uh, so we can go back to the comments page here real quick. Okay. I would love to uh, see what people are saying. I don't understand why our audience is so low right now live. That well, it is, is summer. Maybe there are people No, are... something's not right. Something's not right. Something's, no. No way. But I appreciate for everyone that's watching right now, we are live. That, that rant felt good to get it off my chest. You did well. Yeah, well. I, I wish I could rant as well as you do. I think you can. No, I kind of can't control it apparently i go i go from zero to violent but anyways not really violent well you know what i mean yeah. angry um all right do you want to read questions yeah i would you... or kristen you want to i love i love reading them oh where can you get a heat plate you can get those i uh premier poultry is one of my favorite places for supplies of course amazon brinzia um i will put on our website the brinzi yeah. heat plate and as an Amazon affiliate, I we should really contact it. them too because I really plug them a lot. Yeah, you do, but I, I love to do it because it's a great product. I don't like the people that I think uh, the Premier Poultry has stuff on Amazon too. Yeah, be very careful when you're buying from Amazon. I love Amazon, but when you are on Amazon, there are a lot of products that are knockoffs. People are making a bunch of money, and I love capitalism. I love the free market, but don't steal someone's stuff their idea, their patents, and send it off to China, say, make this cheaper, and then bring it back and put it on Amazon. I mean, even Amazon does it, you know, when you really think about it. It, it is it's just a brutal world out there. But I love to try to support the people that I know are the original designers, builders, um, and are able to use the advantages that Amazon does have um, for convenience and price, of course. Uh, Fisher Matt Ryan looks like uh, Ingrid's in the background right now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, bringing up the emails. That, that's fine. No. Uh, go ahead. And, um, I, I can't get his photo. I don't know what it is. All right. Sure so. you can. That's it doesn't look like it was attached yeah. or something or um, didn't come through. You yeah. non-Apple people. <sighs> oh, is it down below in like the tray or something? No, because there was nothing there. Oh, He boy. even said I tried. Oh. <laughs> so what about this one? Can you feed young chickens, three months old, um, fresh cabbage and fruits? Will it affect their laying at all? They're laying at three months old? No, they haven't begun yet. But oh, will oh, it affect the them at all? Like, can, oh. you, can you feed? Oh, yeah, like, I would. I would. Yeah, absolutely. And they'll, they might be hesitant at first, but curiosity will get them and they will check it out. And they are developing their taste. You might find that they don't eat meal, mealworms right away, but eventually they'll learn. Gosh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. also, can we, um, can you give nine-week-old chicks scratch and other treats? Like yes. Mealworms? Yes. Yes. By that time, they do have the proper, like, rocks in their crop and to digest grains, whole grains. And you might, if you're worried about it, you can give them um, the... <laughs> I wonder how loud that is. I apologize to people. Gus is just, he is upset. His oh, favorite, he's behind the screen. He's, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, some, something he's, is scratching and he's over breathing, breathing heavy behind me. Snoring. I'm just not, uh, not used to his that. His favorite human Jetta is off yeah. at the beach and not real 
My cat's purr. He's yeah. Oh my cat. We still gotta get that shop kitty. Uh, and I yeah. did see someone that says, "I wish you would get to all the comments." We absolutely can. I see Eric is patiently being quiet out there, but he, um, anyways, um, make this a two to three hour show. I oh tried. I would love to. Mike, I, uh, we need I to take to. it on the road. No, we. Well, you know, speaking of that, I'm I, getting the itch to travel. I know, and we are so far behind. I am due to get out and get some videos. We got some amazing chicken coops that uh, are getting done out there, custom coops and, and, and production coops that have been customized a little bit. You know, like the guys right now are finishing up. I think it's an American coop, but it has the old shed roof, the old manor house style roof, and would love. I can't wait to get out and see that. They're out in Northern California. We have a potential customer that is also in Northern California. You ready for this one? Yeah. I'm probably going to say it wrong. I'm going to say Snow White or something like that. It's something, some fairy tale type design like you'd see in Disney World mm -hmm. or a Disney cartoon. And we're going to be doing hopefully a chicken coop design. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So we can go out there, do a lot of the follow-up videos that we love to mm -hmm. do, and then also do some site surveys. So we are working on that. I think it would be oh, awesome. Then we could capture the full life cycle like a production company might. Yes. And yes. Um, so anyways, I do think that is a great idea. I would love to do like what you're almost seeing right now, you know, is that you get to see the uh, us in front of the chicken coop doing the show. And then when people have questions about it, we can go right to the coop like we did in uh, Dryden, Michigan that one time. And I think it was a huge success. So, Hold on, what's that say? Sometimes quail can get around HOA. Now, you have quail, have had quail. Yes, because they're classified as game as versus poultry. So, so an HOA would accept game hens? Versus... Well, because the, the rule is no poultry except household pets and no more than three dogs. But uh, so it, it is possible. So I'm, I'm on that. So... Jacob Neal says, my coop sits under several trees. What would be a safe thing to wash the coop with that wouldn't harm the chickens? Okay. May I real quick? Again, um, that is something I always want to tell people is going to happen. I love a chicken coop in the wooded area. Provides the shade. It looks great. It's natural. But you are going to get a lot of stainage from the trees, whether it's the saps and leaves falling. Um, so something to think about. There's pros and cons to everything. I'd love putting a hen house or a chicken coop in the woods, but that is one of the, And also, if you're collecting rainwater, making sure the leaves stay out of the gutter. But you do go to clean it. Do you have a recommendation? No. Why? I don't either. I use, I, I cleaned my coop, just got the dust and stuff off of it, and I use a bucket of water and some Castile soap. Just a what, little. What kind of soap? Castile. It's a natural soap. Never heard of it. And I just and I just wipe, I just wiped it down. That way, if it, you know, it's not. I'm not getting. I'm not getting any place where the chickens are touching. Yeah, they can. You can get some splash back, especially on those white coops. Yeah. So when it rains. Oh, gotcha. Well, that, just, that's really anywhere. But when he's mentioning he or she, I forget where the question was. Jacob. Uh, when they're out in the uh, woods, I noticed coops can get real dirty looking. Yeah. Versus out in the wide open. Do you think vinegar would be? Okay, Ingrid. I mean, I think it would be okay, but do you think it would clean, help clean? It might. It's just the smell of that would be kind of, you know, you'd have to yeah. really dilute it. You just don't want anything that's like a chemical, you know, like Windex and all those mm -hmm. kind of chemicals. I would stay away from that stuff, personally. 
Just, I think it's a harsh cleaner anyway. And it not well, Nan is real big into natural mm -hmm. cleaning. And she uses something called Thieves. You ever heard of that? that? Oh, yeah. That's, that's a... a uh, wrong. So I thought that was yeah. a cleaning agent. I feel like she's cleaning everything with it. An essential oil. Yeah. Okay. Is that not a cleaning agent? No, it could It could be. It could be helpful. Yeah. It could be very... It's very expensive. I okay. Mean, oh, good. That's good to know. You might use that. <laughs> I didn't know that part. <laughs> Uh, well, that's a good question. My mom does that too. Which thieves? So what? Thieves. what is, Farmer Brad saying something was shadow banned due to the HOA lobby. I don't know. <gasps> Are you shadow banned? We didn't even think of that. What's, What's shadow, shadow banned? What does that mean? Oh my goodness! Come on, you guys. No. Okay. Well, we'll play the game. Shadow banned. I'm not allowed to have my shadow anymore. Oh. I'm I lost. need to look into this Farmer Brad guy. Uh, he, need, he and I need to be friends. But that's when Facebook, as we know, they have some shady back, you know, back dealings, backroom dealings with getting their message out and what they want to promote. So when you put something on Facebook that they don't like that doesn't fit their narrative, they make it so that it's not visible to other people. And that was recently, there was an insider that came out with this and got interviewed and produced the, the documents from Facebook, the internal documents explaining how they do this, and he got fired. Shocker. Yeah, yeah, but then I think other people raised like $500,000 to pay mm. for his pain and suffering. So, all right, clarify this then. You're... So, so he's saying that if there's something on the show that Facebook doesn't like, they reduce its, its position and re they reduce like comments from being oh we are being shadow yes, banned yes. now i'm fired up exactly. i thought he meant like they saw something on your facebook that they didn't like oh, and i'm they not found even who associated your neighbors with this. are yeah and they're like this girl should not have chickens yeah. and you live in hoa are you crazy you're a bad neighbor i was thinking something oh my god no he's not shadow banned we better not be right marketing yeah. lady yeah i, don't I can see so. us totally being shadow banned i don't think so I think it's fine. Yeah, they don't like people like us. I think you've that been. I think you've been, like, laying below the radar. I don't think there's any keywords with Carolina Coops that are objectionable. So I think you're okay. But except for that one time, Ingrid, we were talking about black snakes and something happened with Google. They yeah, uh, yeah they pick up versus keywords. the copperheads. Yeah, and that they are there is a benefit to have the black snakes around. And... Mm -hmm. So here we have another question. How is the production of this year's orders going for Carolina Coops material-wise? Are prices still rising? Some are still rising. Some have leveled out. Some are falling. But here's the scary part, and you can just look at the graph. Every time it started to go down a little bit, it spikes and doubles again. So actually, uh, there's been some things like lumber. It started to come down a little bit, and I am trying to jump for joy. History always repeats itself. It's going to spike again, guaranteed. And just because the prices come down doesn't mean that you can get a train car of it, right? Because it has to be available to purchase. So there's pricing and there's availability. Yes. It is a double-edged sword. It is. And you do it's awful right typically now. buy like a train car or yeah, a container. Yeah, a lot of wood. We try to, yes. Yeah. We absolutely do when it's available. Um. We, we have to, and that's the benefit of, I guess, buying from us is we're doing constantly. You know, that's one of the things. Actually, we never really talk about a lot of stuff that Mackenzie does, and that's her specialty, you know, um, is shopping. 
She Sourcing. goes out and does all the purchasing. And I've taught her as much as I can and still teach her. We learn together about different materials so she knows what they're talking about or if they're trying to pull some crap, you know, with uh, misleading her, which can happen. Um, she's pretty darn smart and she's learned a lot and she's gotten really good at getting out there, finding availability and different materials. But buying in large quantities is a necessary thing to be able to pass the savings along to the customer. But it is makes it tough sometimes. So is your coops waterproof? Not the run, of course. No. Is your coops waterproof? Not the run of I don't understand that question. Well, the roof is waterproof. I mean waterproof, that's just a I think that's a high high level of standard you know there's gonna there might get water they might might be water that can get inside due to driving rain or something well hold on so are we window. talking about are they waterproof to keep the rain out are we talking about that no water can get into the materials what right. are we talking about waterproof this know. is where my, but you my, can my... sit it out in the rain and absolutely. be absolutely 100 yeah. percent confident just like 100 just like your house you paint right. it right you paint it stain it treat it somewhere and somehow. what i like to tell people you know, don't hose it out. You don't ever hose out your hen house. Don't if you hose out the hen house. You've got to hose out your hen house. You've got bigger problems. And even if you leave your windows open a little bit or some rain gets in through the cupola, it's actually going to benefit the deep litter system. Yeah, don't worry about it. So Farmer Brad was joking about the shadow banning. Oh, well, I got, I got in another rant, though. So. I know, you did, didn't Thank you? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Would chickens peck through the wrapped roost bars? Or like we like to call them, the That's rope. That's a great question. Um, roast, we have not bars. had them peck through them. I don't think they would. I don't think they would. And they, and they wouldn't unravel. I mean, I mean they might peck that, it to, to just be curious, but they're not going to, they're going to find, oh, that's just hemp rope. I would love to see us more. unravel that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not coming unraveled. <laughs> um, could, I mean, you can go in with a knife, take an X-Acto knife or a utility knife, cut it, mm -hmm. sure, but... I don't see that being an issue at yeah, all, I nor so. has it been. So how about do you re recommend putting a roost bar in the run during the day? I like it because the chickens seem to like it. The thing is, don't ever put it up higher than your roost bars in your hen house. Right. If you do that, they will go to that roost bar on the outside. I always tell people because most of our coops have that, you know, the elevated hen house, that roost bar out in your run, don't ever go higher than the bottom of that roost, uh, bottom of the hen house, which is usually about knee height. Mm -hmm. The chickens love it. I was noticing at Ingrid's house yesterday that she's made a, a she's made good use of her vertical space. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You share um, pictures, pictures. Yeah, she's got uh, you know various um, tree branches between two logs. She's got logs that they can jump on. Um, she's got. Um, I think what you're saying is next week we should do the show live at yeah. Ingrid's house. Yeah. Well, she's having an open house Saturday. Yeah, and how many people it's like tomorrow. gardening? We should do that. Yeah, we should show up at Ingrid's. It, yeah, um, you guys wouldn't believe Ingrid's a badass. Doing? When? Tomorrow. We go to her open oh house. Gosh. No, I, I'm going to be too busy. To... Ingrid's always no, too I busy. No, I know. That's why it would be great to do the... We should do a live show. Yeah. I mean, she's got some badass stuff going on at her house. I mean, yeah. she even had like badass plants in the compost bin that I was picking through. Oh. Like, hey, I see a couple of tiger lilies. These are thriving in here. I'm I will. Take I these. will give you some. I have some plants for you, Kristen. Don't worry. Yeah. 
And then she had a compost, like a, a bucket hanging out front for her neighbors to drop off compost, which I thought was wonderful. What was that called? It's um, sharewaste.com and people can go and that's around the United States. If you oh, go to that website, you can go and find out if there's a place that near you, a house that accepts table scraps. Yeah. So you can do that and we turn it into soil and warm tea and all the good stuff that we do for the garden. Yeah, I thought that was really, really fantastic. So we have some neighbors. We have one guy that drives every Saturday morning and dumps his table scraps. He lives in a townhome a couple miles away. Um, but yeah, we, but they do like the vertical space. And I think partly because I don't have a, I don't have the room that a lot of people have for their chickens. I don't mm -hmm. have acres. I don't have a big grassy field. So I try to make it as interesting as possible for them. Well, and it's just, it's good to be smart and, and have fun with it. Um, I emailed, oh, let's see. Is that going to go? Well, I wanted to, while well, you guys are doing whatever it is uh, you're doing. I emailed Matt the, the picture of that compost thing that I, I thought was so cool. <laughs> and I'm also going to put it in the uh, shared drive. We can actually, just so you know, Ingrid, because I, I do want to start taking advantage of the other options and features of Ecamm Live. And we can actually have our phones come up where we can share the screen on our phone. We can use it as a camera. I really want to film this or go live with uh, Instagram so they can see kind of, you know, they don't get all the special visual effects and this and that, but it might be kind okay. of fun. It went to the shared drive. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was really cool. She's got some cool stuff going on over there. We should do that. So we're going to invite ourselves over. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> why, uh, James Duffy asks, why do you use hardware cloth on your coops instead of chicken wire? Oh, wait, I have another live show. We go see Dale. <laughs> Let's go see Dale. You know I would do it, too. Oh, yes. Get the production crew. Yeah. Right, we're going. Yeah, we we're going. Camera. Yeah, yeah. Chickens in the purses. Chickens on the backpack. So why do we use hardware cloth? Sorry. <laughs> I bet you our viewers would love to see that. Yeah. We, we, we would love yeah, to see that. Yeah, any locals? Come on. Um, why do you use hardware cloth on your coops instead of chicken wire? And thanks for staying on longer. You are welcome. Yes. Uh, so we use hardware cloth because really two main reasons. Well, really three. We used to use chicken wire, what we called hexagrid. And black vinyl coated. Black vinyl coated. And I love the material, especially because you can really stretch that tight. What we found out is if you look at the size of that opening of that hexagrid, which was actually one inch by one and a quarter, a snake. Swallowed wrong. You all right? Yeah. A snake that is big enough, old enough to eat your chicken eggs is small enough to fit through that opening of the hexagrid. So that was one of the first reasons why we got away from chicken wire. Number two. And this is more because of the comments on YouTube way back in the day saying, Matt, you shouldn't use chicken wire. I've used that and I've had raccoons reach in and pull my chickens out. And I've always said, if your raccoons can get to your chickens at night because they're a nocturnal creature, something's wrong with the design of your coop. So they're talking about their personal experience. Yes. Ours are up in the hen house where all the time we used hardware cloth on the windows. But we used to use the black PVC coated hardware uh, hexagrid on the run to keep the price down. And again, I loved because it was, it was fun to work with. You get it nice and tight. But eventually we stopped going back, you know, to, to the snake thing. Uh, but honestly, I would 
not steer away from it. I would never use, and this is true for hardware cloth, if it's not PVC coated, I would not use regular galvanized. It'll get you by for a year, but it will rust, and you won't realize the weak points until it's too late. Um, and then the other thing about, especially our hardware cloth, is it is a thicker gauge. Uh, it's very difficult. What gauge is it? 16 gauge. And it's very difficult for the, it's just, it's just stronger. It has a, a higher breaking strength. And, you know, and that's the other thing, too, when I think about it. You could, especially with hexagrid when the opening is bigger, especially with raccoons or maybe foxes when they're chewing, it's easier for them to get parts of their mouth in and have the leverage to really start pulling it mm -hmm. versus hardware cloth. They really can't get in there and have that leverage to, to be able to open it up. So, you know, knock on wood, we've never had anything break through the half-inch hardware cloth. <laughs> and I can tell you, regardless of what you decide to use for fencing, screening, whatever, it is important to use the right type of material, not just for the hardware cloth, but how you attach it. People make a big mistake, especially when they're attaching to pressure treated, using hardware that is just zinc, not stainless steel like we use or hot dip galvanized, because the copper and the pressure treated lumber will corrode it. What was that big Oh, because Mike face? Trapp says, remember to take wine when you go over to Ingrid's. <laughs> you don't want to come empty-handed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never come over empty-handed. That's not polite. What kind do you like? Red. Uh, so, you James Duffy, I hope that answered your question. I'm sure there's a couple more other reasons. And yeah, we mentioned we emphasize the black PVC coated. It protects that wire core and... It absorbs the light. It's see-through. I actually had a potential customer call yesterday. And this is a legitimate question. I've never had this question before. She asked, will that PVC coating hold up out here in Arizona? And we have, I don't know how many coops out in Arizona, never had an issue. But I thought that was a good question. I don't think there would ever be an issue in the heat or the cold. The stuff's just been awesome. Have you ever had serious wind damage to a coop? I'm sorry, Gus was being so loud behind me. He's just going nuts. Have you ever had you... serious wind damage to a coop? No. The one that always pops <coughs> back in my mind is when we had a coop, and I told him, I said, this is going to blow away. You're going to want to have it. You're going to want to pay us to tether it down. He said, no, no. If it blows, if the wind comes in, it's going to blow it apart in pieces and the whole thing. It tipped over and blew it into the field, and that one thing broke. Um the only type of wind damage I can ever see happening to a chick coop, and this is one of the things we talk about, especially on site surveys, is <coughs> those, you know, the widow makers, you know, those those tree branches that can come down. They're heavy, you know, but nothing directly to the chicken coop from wind. So I hope that made sense. Yeah, we had that coop in um, Texas that had the hurricane, and there was a big tree that was oh, up, that's right. uprooted, and the coop was perfectly fine <coughs> yeah i think it was that american coop that was yeah like, that's that right tea. yeah here's the deal the our coops the it's all about the joinery are you gonna make it yeah I, I i'm gonna get like a i think i have a caramel or something i can eat <laughs> um the joinery is so strong when well, we're already coming up to 120 seed. i mean we, yeah. we might be able to call it a day because me and my chickens eat the thing. i i think it's time to call it a day <laughs> off the and same plate because I can't, we're just tight like that <laughs> What's gotten into you? Dale. Um, <laughs> so you really want to go there? Go there live? Yeah. Do we have fans that would like to see Dale that? Dale and Paul. You you understand there's no going back. Yeah, sure. What do I have to lose? My house. <laughs> Dale. 
people. Good for nothing. Well, I think it, we should do it. There's nothing worse than okay. feeling like you're being forced to make a decision because of other people's malice. Yeah. Because it happened to me as well. So I, not the same situation. Yeah, but it's business. But it's just, it's out of pure malice. It's yeah. not out of... He doesn't even drive by my house. Right. I got to so, drive by his. And it's, you know, it's if, if you wanted to move or get rid of your chickens, that should be your decision when you want to do that. Right. Not You shouldn't be forced into that. So what are you saying? Next Friday we go live. We go show up at his house. Yeah. Well, actually, we'll be talking. I might, need to, I might need to get a couple things underway first. We're going to need to consult lawyers before we do. This. Anyways, <laughs> all right. If we stay in the street, that's public. Oh, have so, a little protest in the street. Oh my gosh. Well, thank uh, you to the 18 people who stood by us all this time. No, I, I think it's more than that. I think it's more than that. Something's not right. Something got hung up. I think there's a lot more viewers Shadow than that. That's band. that's <laughs> that's why I checked on my phone. Are you in Facebook jail? Uh, no, not that I know of. I have actually never been to Facebook jail. I was going to say I've tried. I don't know how people do it, but I've apparently been a good boy. And I don't spend as much time on Facebook like I used to. Yeah, I don't either. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Come check us out next week. And, of course, if you're not already following us on Instagram, please go over there. If you're watching us on YouTube and you're not liking our Facebook, please go over there. And if you're on Facebook, please subscribe to YouTube if you not, have not already. And if you have any other questions, comments, you're watching this after today's live show, please leave those comments down below. Ingrid loves answering all those comments and questions. <laughs> oh, we never did YouTube Chicken Police. Next week. You snuck out of that one. Wait, girl. are we going to Ingrid's next week? It sounds like we we're doing? either going to go end up in jail because of trespassing or well, we're going to no, be drinking if we're wine on in the Ingrid's. Street, and we can go to Ingrid's with wine. Should we call the media? This may not be good PR for Carolina Coops, though. Or it could be really good. Mm. All, okay. right. All right. In the meantime, we will be scheming. <laughs> scheming and dining with our pets. Thanks, and guys. Have a great weekend.